You've tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki. Brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. All right, welcome to another episode of the Catholic Avengers podcast. I am your host, Polaris Shockey, and my co-host... Jeff Kassad. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, Pilar. How's hey, it going? It feels like deja vu, man. I know, right? feels like we've done this before. What's going on? feels like we were here last week. Oh, you know why? Because we were. Because <laughs> we were. Should we tell them why? Well, so some of you guys might be wondering, like, this is weird. This is not how the Facebook Live uh, recording that I watched started. That'd be because it's not... Since we did that, and I didn't hit record on our mics that day. So I have no audio from that day. So we are uh, we started over. And so that's this episode. Welcome to uh, the Catholic Avengers Podcast. Anyway, Jeff, now that we've made fun of me. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't screw it up. Boy, oh, well, that's all right. You saved your screw-ups for this actual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's going uh, on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? What's going on? Oh, sorry, you got me a little coffee there. You know, you know, yeah. you're, you're supposed I mean, to delay for a second. Listen, you're drinking and trying to answer at the same time. You ask me the question I as I take a sip. I'm doing I fantastic, good, Jeff Kassab. I appreciate good. you. We um we've got to, uh, the home studio going today, which is why I screwed this up. I know. And you know, they, it's, you, it's starting to actually it's starting to come together. All we need is a mixer. I'm, you know, Are you gonna get one? Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, I've been shopping. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they look pretty good. What happened with the? Are we still using the simulator? The flight simulator? Yeah, you yeah, still you, use it? You jealous? You want in? No. When they were done recording, well done. We'll do the flight simulator. Listen, I was the only one that never did this and I was able to land. You never did a flight simulator? I did last time. I was the only one able to land. I don't believe you. You, you told me. I think I was drunk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> might have been. We just came out of the pool. Don't fly and drink. Don't fly and drink. <laughs> so uh, what topic we got today, man? Today, man, we're still doing apologetics, right? For the mm-hmm. rest of the year. And... Um, we thought we just perfect time to talk about Mother Mary. Mother Mary. Yes. Now our Protestant brothers and sisters, they're pretty passionate about this topic. They really are. Um, they, you know, they believe, hey, she was a virgin. They believe in a few things that we do, but there's many things they have a misconception of, of you know who she is and who she was after um, the birth of the, our Lord and. Um, now so you said, many things about her. You, you said know. that they believe that she was a virgin. A lot of Protestants don't. Well, they, she was a virgin at the time of birth because oh, yes. that was prophesied yes. in Isaiah, right? That um, a virgin Sorry. shall give you birth name and to a son named Man, man. look at you using right? the theology degree early yeah. in the podcast. I got to use it for. I got to use it for something. Man, eight nine minutes it takes for you to jump into theology <laughs> mode. Let's roll, brother. Let's get it. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> So, oh. so anyway, by the way, uh, what are you on your sixth or seventh degree? I can't, I can't keep up. I'm on at my the, second. At the seventh, that's it. Yeah. What a rookie, man. Hopefully, yeah. But it's taken me what I don't know since 2013. So it's been a long haul, but a great journey. I love it. And um, well, night. Do you only wear glasses to look smart? I only wear glasses because I'm getting old. And I can't see anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now we usually start off every podcast with a Fulton Sheen quote. Yes. Do we have one about the Mother Mary? If we start everyone off with the Fulton Sheen, why wouldn't we have one now? You know, I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah, it's okay. I think so, we do. We so probably we do. do. Yeah, we do. Have yeah. I don't like sarcastic Jeff. I like theology Jeff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My wife doesn't like sarcastic Jeff either. <laughs> like, that's something I would say to her. Like, 100% I would say that to her. She's like, do you have to have a smart you know, yeah. answer like that? You know? Ooh, easy, careful. This yeah. is a Catholic podcast. That's yeah. smart. That's a smart answer. <laughs> I don't think that's what she says. All right, man. Uh, let's see. So our phone machine quote. So it's very short, but it's really, of course, like all his quotes are profound. So he's talking about Mother Mary here. He says, she existed in the divine mind as an eternal thought before there were any mothers. She is the mother of mothers. She's the world's first love. 
Wow. Archbishop Foley. She's the world's first love. The world. So that he's got a book called "She The World's First Love." Uh, it's all about Mother Mary. I it's would amazing. read. I, I gotta get my hands on everything that guy's written. Uh, he's got sixty-four books. Okay, I gotta read the best five for sure. <laughs> that, that's 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 one of that's one of them. That's one of the best yeah, five. Yeah, that's one. Wow. It's a very good book. He's got so many great books, and um, she existed in the divine mind as an eternal thought. You know how deep, flat, philosophical that is, man. I feel like I need more coffee to figure yeah, out you that. Really, I, I need some in my coffee. <laughs> No, she is the mother of mothers. Hey, is, is the, it's recording. Okay, I can mean, see. Yeah, I, I understand your trepidation listen, with this man, one. Look, we did waste forty minutes recording this last time, and I didn't hit the record button. But I assure you, it's I mean, recording I, at the moment. I just have to know so I can schedule myself next week again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna be here next week, next Wednesday, as we record this. Oh my gosh, she was she was eternal thought before there were any mothers, like before anything existed, before God creates the world. In his mind, I'm creating Mary, the, the plan, mother of all mothers. The plan was always set. The plan motion. was always set. Yeah, I'm unreal. I'll be some Fulton thing. Great, all right, great so stuff. let's let's start with what Catholics. What do we believe about Mary? Jeff? So th- there's many beliefs of Mary. We have uh, you know quite a few of them. But I'm just, we'll just since because we're constricted on time, restricted on time. It's only because you talk too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we're talking about the four dogmas. Let's break it down. First okay. of all, what's a dogma? First of all, a dogma. Uh, that's a good question. I'm surprised you're asking. Very Not good to questions. be confused with the catma. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure for our listening audience at home, I'm more of a dogma guy than a catma guy. <laughs> oh boy, what a! That's the closest I can come uh, for a right. definition. I hope you so can do it. So a dogma is uh, something that's been revealed to us by God, mm. and that Catholics have to believe in. It's d- divine revelation. If we don't believe in it, we're not Catholic. We're not. Ca- you can't be a Catholic. You yeah. can't say, for example, the four dogmas of Mary, we're going to get into them. Her perpetual virginity, the mother of God, the immaculate conception, and the assumption. These are four dogmas that every Catholic has to be in. You can't say, well, you know, I believe in the, I believe in the three of the four dogmas of Mary. Well, like Archbishop Sheen, another one of his quotes, Break it down. right? He says, you can't be a Catholic if you say, I'm a Catholic, but... No, there's no such thing. <laughs> there's no but. What is the that, that's a condition? Yeah, I'm a Catholic, but yeah, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm pro abortion. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, you know, abortion is okay. That's a, that's a I, thing, I, though. Yeah, that's it a is. Thing. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so, Why touching my mic? Because I think there was nothing yeah, wrong watching, with it. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah, I'm going to screw this up. That's okay. We'll record it's again. That's okay. Week. We'll it's record not... next week. All right. It's we'll record again next week. So you got to believe all four dogmas. You got to believe, believe every dogma. You got to believe every dogma, which is, I don't know if the church has explicitly how many, but last time I read, there was like 240 dogmas of the Catholic Church, all which, right. you know, pretty much says, like, God is eternal, God is divine. These are all dogmas that the church has laid out. You know, Jesus is fully man, Jesus is fully God. These are all dogmas of the church that you have to believe in. And these four of Mary... Um, are are there? They're they're part of the deposit of faith that we have to believe in. And this so, is what, so. This is what Catholics believe. We're going to walk through every one of these dogmas today. Yes. And we're going to talk through. I imagine what our Protestant brothers and sisters agree or disagree about. Yeah. Of all yeah. Yeah. Things. Yeah. So let's start with um. Let's start with the divine. You know, divine motherhood that she was called the mother of God. Okay. okay. So um, a lot of uh, non-Catholics have a problem with this 
because so it's called uh, we call it in Greek the Theotokos, which means it means the birth giver of God. So a lot of times, even as Catholics, when we say she's the mother of God, we have to be careful to make sure we don't say that she's the mother of the um, creator, God like the, the mother Father, of God the Father, God. right? Yeah, God the so, Son. Yeah, so we yeah. can't say that. So she's the mother of the second person of the Trinity. The incarnate son doesn't get more clear than that, right? Yeah, that's what we're clear. saying. So, that, so, so, really, so some of the some some non-Catholics would say you 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 Catholics are blaspheming because you're saying Mary is the mother of God, God the, the Creator, Father. God yeah, the Father. so if that's the case, then how could he be before anything? And that so that's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So she has the right to be given the title. If, if Jesus, and this was declared at the Council of Ephesus, which was very early in the church, mm. 431. Yeah. So very early they said this, you know. Are you making that up or should I check these dates? No, no, you could check them, but I'm not making I'm gonna it gonna up. I'm going to Google it right now. I, I, I want you to check it just to so give you something to do. <laughs> like, you're not bu- like you're not busy enough. I'm too busy hitting stop on the recording. <laughs> all right, so that, uh, makes, that makes sense. So that was, that's, their, that's their biggest beef with that That's one. their biggest beef with that okay. one, all right. right? That one's pretty easy. Um, that one's easy, um, but again. Um, easy defend yes we're not easy. saying first person we're saying no. second person well, she's a second person of the trinity yeah. the incarnate son and um and it's true i mean you know she gave birth to god mm-hmm. you know i mean he is god yeah. you know so the second it, person yeah. right so that's um that's so that mother of god important Easy. mother of god all right so Easy, which one do you want right? to take on next perpetual virginity perpetual virginity so this one is huge like the catholic i mean non-catholics protestants will say well um, her perpetual virginity. So what does that mean? So the Catholic Church holds um, this dogma that Mary was a virgin before, in, while she was giving birth, and after Christ's birth. Mm. So we know she was a virgin before, right? I mean, he tells us in doesn't the Gospel seem, of Luke. Doesn't seem like there's any argument among no Protestants. No problem with that, yeah. right? She was a virgin what before. What Protestants have the problem with is... Well, she was, you know, she was married. Jesus had brothers and sisters. Yeah. Obviously, she wasn't a virgin. That's yeah. what Catholics or Protestants would say. Yeah, yeah. So, um, which, again, we talked about this last week, but you know, wasn't we, it wasn't wasn't recorded. Wasn't recorded. It was, it was so we'll Live talk about it again for the, six, anyway. for the sixty-seven thousand people who are watching. <laughs> you know, again, we're very popular. Very popular. Very great. This the show's really wrapping <laughs> oh, up. Oh yeah. So, um, I was telling. We were talking about this last time that. Back in the first century, in Middle Eastern, you know, Palestine, even now in our language, in Aramaic and Chaldean, yeah. there really is no word for a cousin. Yeah. Like, you can't go around and say, this is my cousin, this is my cousin. Which is amazing, because as Chaldeans, aren't we all kind of cousins? Yeah, we are, but that's we don't have cousin. a word for it. It's my cousin. Yeah, he's my cousin, but right? We, we but we, that's because we're living in modern day, you know, speaking modern day English. So what's the closest you can get to in like, in like Sudeth? What can you say? And, and there, You can't. So like, what do they do? So like in Surat, for example, in Chaldean. Yeah. So I'll say, for example, if you're my cousin. Yeah. And if you're my, if you're on my dad's side. Yeah. You're my dad's brother's kid. Yeah. I'll say either Bert Ami. Yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. Right? It means no, my I don't, dad's. I have no idea. Bert Ami means uh, your dad is my uncle and you're his son. <laughs> you're my uncle's son's kid. Okay. Means you're my first cousin. Yeah. If it's on my mom's side. Yeah. I'm gonna say Bert Okay. That means my mom's brother's son. Got That's it. the word we use for first cousin. Wow. So we never, there is no word for first cousin. And, and this is, you can read this anywhere on the internet, like especially Catholic Answers, right? Yeah, yeah. Catholic.com. It's Catholic.com. Yeah. So when Jesus, so back then, even like if you talk about all of our relatives that grew up 
back home into the camp and these little small villages. Yeah. Everybody grew up so close together. It's, it's my brother. It's, yeah. it's my sister. First cousins were brothers. Literally, they, they, used, together, to, yeah. they used to call themselves brothers and sisters. Got it. Because they lived in one village. Yeah. You know, one house is next door to each other. Grew up in the same houses. So that was the culture. That was the culture. Cousins they would refer were, to were first brothers. cousins as brothers and sisters. So then that's that's what Protestants are pointing to, but they're thinking in modern day terms as these, yes. these words they're reading. That exactly. Are you cannot. When you read scripture, we've talked about this many of times, you have to read scripture from a first century writer. Yeah. He's writing in those times. Yeah. He's you know, he's not thinking of language two thousand years later. Well, you know you know you couldn't you'd have to identify the pronouns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which would be out of control. I mean, I know you I know you don't call Father Pierre your brother. You know, even no, though he's your no, first cousin. Bert so. Bert <laughs> and he's not even Bert Ambu. I don't know what you say. I don't remember Bert Khalti. I don't know what you say. <laughs> I can't do this. Unbelievable, man. I mean, Father Pierre, I'm, I'm take sorry, an Aramaic bro. class. I, 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 take I, just, an Aramaic I don't, class. I don't have six degrees, bro. Well, listen, don't you don't have you. to have six degrees. A, listen, yeah. your, mom's, your mom and his mom are sisters. Yes. So she, he's on your mom's side. So she in a khaltu, right? So in a bird khaltu. Instead of Bert Ernie, that's a different one, right? <laughs> that's Sesame Street. Oh, no, my man. I got a lot of kids at home. All right. And you got too many kids. So we got perpetual. We got mother of God. Boom. We take it out. Uh, for perpetual virginity, now we know how to argue it. So, yeah. So, and remember, something else important that she was. So, this is something, a gift from God, that she was a virgin. She, her virginity remained intact mm. even while she gave birth to Christ. Mm. Okay, so this is important to remember, and we don't know exactly. That's just a gift How, from God. What that means, but, you know. Yeah. But um, so we do believe that uh, she was a virgin before. During and after Perpetual. the birth of Christ, and so we know how. Now we the biggest so the biggest argument uh, non Catholics will argue ever virgin brothers and sisters brothers and sisters brothers and, and sisters. we just we just argue well, that one. If you take this, if you take all the stories in Scripture that says this is Jesus' brother and sister, you can all trace them back to different parents, mm. right from the New Testament. So it's right. In you know, it's right in the New Testament, right? So that's awesome. All right, so we got those two down. Let's talk. We want to talk Assumption and then Immaculate Conception. Let's do yeah. Let's see what in conception for last. That's a big a one. Bit, that's a big that's one. A big let's one. let's rock assumption. So for people who don't know the assumption, the assumption is the belief that that Mary's body was assumed into heaven by God. Maybe she died. Body and soul. Body and soul. Maybe mm -hmm. she died. Maybe she did. Yeah, that's 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 open for interpretation. That's so, open for but discussion. the dogma of the church is you're not going to find a tomb with Mary's bones in it. No, she's been assumed into heaven, body and soul. And no, and no, no early um, century. Um, town or country has ever claimed her remains. Hmm. You know, every yeah. apostle, twelve apostles, they say, you know, he's in here in Ephesus. He's where, but Mary, nobody no. has ever said Mary's tomb is here. That's a great point, right? Yep. So we know she was given to John, Saint John. Yep. You know, take at care the cross. Of, you know, at the at cross, the cross. and we know son. that John uh, took care of her. Um, so this dogma was proclaimed by Pope Pius the twelfth. November 1st, 1950. Mm. Now, this doesn't mean that for 1950 years that the church didn't believe it. We always knew that Mary was assumed into heaven yeah. from the early apostles. But it just didn't get declared a dogma until then. Which did, it wasn't fine. articulated wasn't until articulated. that point. But it wasn't exactly. like it was up for dispute. Exactly. Okay, so it's so a after, relatively recent dogma. Yeah, so after finishing her course of her life on earth, 
It was taken. Her body was and soul were taken up to heavenly glory. So, um, and do we have any of this in scripture? I mean, do do we have like you said, revelations? So maybe we have some signs like Revelations twelve, where it says there was a a woman and uh, under the moon and the stars on her head. Yeah. And, um. So we do have some some visions of her in uh, Revelation. Yeah. Uh, of course, Protestants say, well, that's they're not referring to. Mary, they're referring to Israel. Mm. You know, she was called, you know, mm. like uh, referred to as a mother. Sounds very suspicious. But, yeah, it yeah. really does. But. <laughs> um, um, we also we also have the Marian apparitions, correct? I mean, I know that that's not necessarily dogma of the church. Yeah, that's private revelations, and we'll talk more. And so that's also uh, we'll talk about that the Immaculate Conception, how uh, Mary after after the Pope declared she was immaculately conceived, mm. a couple years later she came out and said, at Our Lady of um, yeah, can you turn your phone off? We're, we're doing it's a recording. It's not my phone. Yeah, that's definitely your phone. Uh, hang on, man. It's just, you're it's, making a hundred noises order, over there. Gonna, I get one beep and you're Sorry, guys. You're Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's uh, uh, DoorDash just got here. We're going to have to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the oh we, we're, God, we're on the neck of the conception in between your bites of pizza over there, Jeff. Make sure you tip them. Um, so, uh, not to confuse the immaculate, not to confuse the assumption of Mary. With the ascension of Jesus, ah, good they're point. two different things, right? Yep, yep. Mary was assumed into heaven by the power of God. Mm. Jesus was assumed. Jesus ascended to heaven by His own power. Yeah, it's two different things, right? But people often get those. Confused. Well, I'll tell you another one. The Immaculate Conception. Here's what we must mean by the Immaculate Conception, right, Jeff? The Immaculate uh -huh. Conception means Je or Jesus was conceived to a virgin. That's what the Immaculate Conception means, yeah. right? Well, no, I mean right? no. I don't know if you. That's what you want to that's believe. That's what people I mean, that's think. What, <laughs> that's what you'll hear people uh, yeah, say. The that's what you hear that's people. That's what you hear people people say. But, right? what, but that's not what it is. That's not what it is. So the immaculate conception, which is that that is definitely in scripture, but um, it, it'll take some time to dig it out. It's we well, can dig it out from Genesis. Okay. Three fifteen. Right. Okay. I wish we had more time to talk about it because it's very interesting. Yeah. About pull it up? her seed and his seed and separated from. It's a long. It's long. But it's good. Anyways, the Immaculate Conception is not the way Jesus was conceived, but the way Mary was conceived. Mm. Okay? So so why is that important? Well, that's important because in order for um, God to come into this world, right, he's got to come through a pure vessel, yeah. through something pure that has never been... What's the word you want to use? Tainted I with sin. Tainted with sin, yeah. exactly. Even yeah. though we don't want to think as as procreation as sin, mm -hmm. but still, you know, the the Blessed Virgin Mary, can you just imagine God being in there? Yeah. It needs to be pure. So what happened was, at the moment, so people think that Anne, St. Anne, uh, some people say that, well, the Holy Spirit came upon her and she got pregnant. No. Yeah. St. Anne is, is Mary's mother. Mary's mother. Yeah. Her and her husband had regular sexual relations, just like any other couple. Oh, Catholic podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very. That's a very important distinction. Yeah, they had sexual relations like any other couple. But what happened was, through a singular grace, at the moment of conception, God hovered over the womb, the Holy Spirit over the womb of Anne, and protected her. From that stain of original sin. So Mary conceived with no sin, with a, Mary without was original conceived sin. Conceived without original sin. And that's sin. what we call the immaculate conception. The immaculate conception. That's exactly. how Mary is is uh, is sinless. Yeah. yeah. Now from conception till assumption. Yes. Now right. how is she? Besides that, how how are we saved? No, Mary needs to be saved because she says it. She says it in the mm -hmm. um, 
What do they call that? And the uh, you know the thing the, which the, which she says yes. Yeah, what can, do they call? Can you hang on a second? Yeah, you know, just, you're, you're struggling with rubbing your man. temples. This is embarrassing. Um, she says it in the. <laughs> I'll edit this out. In the Magnifica. In the Magnifica. Yes, she says. She it says, um, "My Lord, my soul rejoices in God, my Savior." Right. Mm. So Protestants will say, "Well, look, she she's saying right here she needs a Savior." Yeah, that's right? what if she say. was if she was immaculate conceived, she has no sin. Why does she need a Savior? First time a Protestant came at me with that, I was like. That's a really good question. I'll, be, I'll get back to you. And then I went to Catholic.com and I figured it out. But go ahead. Right? So um, we're all saved through the merits of Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross. Yes. Right? Actually, so was Mary. But, she, but what do you she's mean? saved by yeah. those merits. She, ne- she never sinned. So yeah. you're saying she sinned? And no, I'm not saying she sinned. No, don't put words in my mouth. No. I'm, I'm not being a Protestant. <laughs> I'm being a Protestant. So what happened was um, since God is outside of time, mm. the, uh, the what happened on the cross... Uh, Jesus' passion, death, and resurrection has already happened. It's it's not a it's not limited to time with God. It's outside of time. Again, God sees everything at one time. We're thinking linear time. Linear as time. Humans. That's so why we can't God, understand. This. Exactly. So if we think at if we think about it in linear times, what God did is He took what Jesus did ahead of time mm-hmm. and He applied it to Mary in the womb. In the womb. At conception. So Mary, in a way. In a way, we have to kind of think outside the box. In a way, she was saved yeah. by the same merits that we're saved by. She, except she was saved before, before she could exactly. be conceived with sin. Yes, exactly. And the way that I, the best way I've heard it explained to me is if Jeff Kassab, if you were walking down the street and there was a manhole cover on the street, there's the sewer is open. First of all, you would not save me if I didn't ask. I'm not saying me. I'm saying okay. a nicer person. Somebody, somebody, somebody who yeah. doesn't know you. I know you would Who would still me. like you because they don't know you very well. <laughs> so let's say there's somebody who doesn't know you. They see you're about to step in this hole and you're about to go falling to your death into the sewer. Yeah. Right before you step in, they stop you. Yeah. You were saved by that person. I was saved by that Even person. Even though the event didn't happen. Yes. They stopped the event from happening. Yes. It's the same exact thing here. Jesus man. saved Mary. Where did you hear that from? I, I think it was Trent Horn. That's pretty I did. good. I did. Was, was, uh, <laughs> it was either Dr. David Anders, one of the two. <laughs> Maybe it was Delone Arabo. I don't remember. Oh, It was one of those three. Yeah. It sure wasn't Sean A.R. <laughs> I don't think Sean A.R. knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, that's the Immaculate Conception. So she, Mary conception. was saved. Mary was saved. No problem, Protestant. Yes, I agree. In the Magnificat, she says she was saved. You are correct. She was saved at conception. Yeah. All right. Magnificat conception can be found in Genesis 3.15. It can be found throughout Scripture. Um, was just going to take that takes uh, literally another hour to define it, but so, it is it is in scripture. So to recap, four dogmas: perpetual virginity. Hey, Protestants, listen. Her brothers and sisters, or his brothers and sisters, are not actually brothers and sisters. Yeah. If you were Chaldean and Bert and Ernie, you would know that it's not. We don't have names for those things. Exactly. Mother, that she's the mother of God. We don't. We say she's the he's the mother of she's the mother of the second person in the Trinity. Of the Trinity. So the son. So that we're not we're not being blasphemous. Not the, she's not the mother mother of God the Father. Mother of God right? the Son. We have to get that straight. The assumption we we know through church dogma happened because there is no tomb of Mary. Yep. And this is this was something that what this is something that the church fathers believed in yeah. in, in you know the in the third century. But also if we think about it in a way that she was sinless, mm. so. You know, she 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 she's not gonna die the same death we do. Yeah. Right. She's not gonna suffer the pains of death. Yeah. Good. Point. Right. God God spared her from that. And then the immaculate conception, Protestants will say, well, she admits that she was saved, so she must have had sin. No, she was saved before, so she could be conceived yeah. without sin. So that's our four dogmas. So something interesting about the immaculate conception. Break though. it down. Um, 
in Our Lady of Lourdes, yes. when uh, when Mary appeared to St. Bernadette mm-hmm. in 1851, she gave her that miraculous medal, mm. and she said, and she said, what should I write on it? And she, she told her to put, oh, Mary conceived without original sin. Yeah. Right? Conceived without sin, yeah. Oh, here it is. 1854, Pope Pius IX declared Mary as the Immaculate Conception. Two years later, she appeared in Lourdes to St. Bernadette, and she told her, I am the Lady of the Immaculate Conception. Wow. So she confirmed what Pope Pius declared wow. two years before that in 1854. At Lourdes. At Lourdes. Wow. That's the miraculous medal. Nice. If you read it on there, that's yeah. what it says. Oh, yeah, mine on right now. You have it? I don't even know what it says, do you? I don't read. I you don't read? I don't read Aramaic, Jeff. It's I not Aramaic, read. it's English. Well, then that, that should, Unbelievable, I should, I should man. have a mirror. I don't know. I have two mirrors. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. So the married right. apparitions, that also helps with, uh, helps kind of validate yes. this dogma. Yeah. Um, so I've heard a lot of people talk about how Mary is the new Eve. Yes, Walk yeah. Walk me through this idea. So Mary's the new Eve. So let's take a few points here. Mary is a fulfillment of Eve hmm. in the Old Testament. Eve was a virgin. Mary was a virgin. Eve was told a lie. Mary was told the truth. Mm. Eve was approached by a fallen angel. Mary was approached by an angel of God. Eve believed a lie and disobeyed God. Mary believes the angel and obeys God. Wow. The new Eve. Man. Right? The new Eve yeah. that brought us the Savior into the world, man. And when we, when we, we I, you know, you, every Chaldean's got the statue of Mary in the front yard. Yeah, yeah. When we look at the statue of Mary, we see she's, she's got the, the snake under her foot. Yeah, that's from Genesis 3.15. Yeah. When it says the lady will crush the head of the serpent. Man. That lady is Mary. Wow. Yeah. And that, and that Genesis there, that's the story of Eve. Right? Yes, that's, yes. That's, 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 yeah, that's we when... See, we see the, the line from Eve to Mary, Mary pretty exactly. easily. So, um, yeah, that's... Um, Our Lady. Now, great. one of the things I've, ever, I've heard, too, is us Catholics, we worship Mary. Why do we worship Mary, Je- 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 Je? I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't, do. man. Sometimes I go to the, the, the chapel there and, you know... Everybody's praying and bowing and <laughs> kissing her all over. And... You know, you go look at the feet of the statue and oh, they're all rubbed and gone and the paint's off. Well, yeah, you know, our 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 culture has a big, big devotion to her, man. Yeah. Just like a lot of Mexicans at yeah, well, Guadalupe, Guadalupe, and you, you know, yeah, so there's another big, big devotion to Mary. And yes, uh, it, it can look like that we are, you know, we are worshiping her, but we're really not. We're, we're just praying for intercession. Yes, we have a big devotion to her, and um, she's she's just special. She yeah. has a special role. She's the in, mother. In humanity, you know? She's the mother of the second yeah. person um, in God. She's great. She's great. And you know, something else I forgot to mention that, you know, in in the Gospel of Luke, when the, the angel Gabriel appears to her, mm. he doesn't tell her, Mary, you're full of grace. Yeah. He literally changes her name. He says, Hail, full of grace. Yeah. That's her new name. Defines her by that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Defines her that. Yeah. In John chapter 1, verse 7, you know, he says, John says, Jesus is full of grace yeah. and truth. And here we see, and the the same word used for Jesus in grace in Greek yeah. is the same word used for Mary. Wow. In, in the same word for grace 
You, in Greek, both used for Mary and Christ. And then, it tells you how special she and is. And this idea of being full of grace, that's t- there's no room for sin. There's that's no room for sin. You cannot so Jesus be. and Mary, both full of grace. Immaculate Conception wow. filled her with grace. Yeah. That's her new name. Man. God changes many people's names. He changes Abraham's name. He changes Peter's wow, name. Great point. He changes, and he changes Mary's name. Why? Because they have a new role in, in salvation history. Wow. So that's what he did to Mary. Man. You learned uh, something today, didn't you? I, uh, yeah, I don't want to give you a big head. It's already big <laughs> enough. So, um, Jeff, as we as we take on our Protestant brothers and sisters in this in this argument of hey, the importance of Mary in salvation history, as you put it, it's just important to kind of remember these high level arguments. Back, the church has been teaching this dogma. These things all Catholics believe, and they're right there in a lot of ways, based right out of Scripture. Yeah, which you're not. Seeing. This is something that. These four dogmas is something that the 12 apostles believed in. Wow. They already knew this. Yeah. 2,000 years ago. Man. So it's nothing new. Yeah. We didn't make this up in 1950. (laughs) And the Marian apparitions, we don't have a lot of time. we got to wrap up here in a second. But something people really need to learn more about if they don't know much about these apparitions. Guadalupe, Fatima, Lourdes. They really strengthen our faith. That's what they're there for. Yeah. And by all means... Please don't think that you have to believe in them. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to. They're private like relation. I mean, Fatima, but how could you not? Fatima, you had, was it Fatima? Was it 70,000 people? 70,000 people witnessed the, the, the sun dance in the, the sky. The dancing of the sun. And not not all super faithful people. I mean, these are just people. A lot of atheists yeah. were there. And it's not. It's, it's all written. all over the newspapers. It's documented. It's documented. It's all over. Man. You know, but, you know, listen, people say, uh, you know, Satan can do many tricks. Wow. And that was a trick. Wow. That's, that, that's crazy. Yeah. It's tough. They tough to go that route. But. Well, my brother, thank you for another great episode. Yeah, uh, what do my we got? Pleasure. We got announcements here. What do we have? We got to talk about some yeah, other so people. Yeah, so we have we have some other podcasts. We have uh, Salty Catholic. Salt, that's a great podcast. That's a good. podcast. I do enjoy the Salty yeah, yeah. Catholic, especially last month. Yeah, last great, month. Was, great, last month. I got to admit, was very good. It was a great one, of the, one of the best ones. I guess. Was. I guess hosted. If you, uh, if you pay attention, <laughs> it's a great podcast. Uh, another one with a guy that we don't yeah. like that much. His name is. Sean well, don't say we. You don't like him that. Much. I like him. Oh, okay. I like him. <laughs> you like you like his family. You're not Sean a big fan of Sean. Uh, the the right to be Catholic. The right to be Catholic. R I T E. R I T E. Very and clever. And then we have Very um, clever, Patrice and uh, Vanessa have uh, invi- a podcast called Invitation and Sisterhood. Yeah. Which is um, another great podcast. The ECRC podcast family growing leaps. And oh bounds. man, uh-huh. we have a parish missions coming up. Look for ECRC's yeah. missions on the. We have a one called the Power of the Eucharist. Um, we have a lot of great things through ECRC. Marriage retreats. retreat. Marriage mm. retreat's coming up. What's the dates? Left. What's the dates? May 13th through 15th. Mm. Getting the head nod from my wife over there, so I did Good. that So we got, we got some spots left for there's, that? There's three, four spots open. Hurry up and sign up now. Yeah, yeah, do that. Please go to ecrc.us. Just go under retreats and activities, and you'll be able to find all these things there. Yeah. When you and when, are, when you when you and Nahan coming? Come on, man. When you guys coming? Whenever Nahan wants to wow, come. Wow, love. He called you out. <laughs> Mother Mary will be there. Jesus will be there <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah. When um, are, are we starting a YouTube channel soon? Yes, Podcast? we are. We are yeah, starting right. a YouTube channel as soon as I get the technology figured out. I may throw it up on this episode. Nah, I don't we'll know, see. Don't I get don't get trust don't your get technology. Don't get greedy. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for joining us on this uh, you know amazing, awesome edition of the Catholic Avengers Podcast. Don't forget to download our podcast anywhere you can get podcasts. Like, subscribe, do all those things so that we can extend this audience. We appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, don't you ever forget, you are... Your brother's keeper. Amen. We'll talk to you guys next time. Amen. You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.